Good afternoon. This is All India Radio and I am Gauradhavan Lal with the Midday News. The headlines. Indian industry welcomes incentives announced by government to boost export and housing sector. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh asserts minority communities in India are safe, unlike in Pakistan. Five Maoists killed in separate encounters in Maharashtra and Chhattisgarh. Saudi Arabia says half its crude oil production reduced due to drone attacks on two of its oil facilities. In sports, Indian shuttler Saurabh Burma to face Sun Fei-Chiang of China in final of Vietnam Open today. And in cricket, India to play South Africa in first 2020 match at Dharamshala. The Indian industry has welcomed the incentives announced by the government to boost export in the housing sector. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman yesterday made an announcement of an over 70,000 crore rupee package for exports and real estate sectors. The Confederation of Indian Industry, CII, Director General Chandrajit Banerjee said the measures are decisive as well as comprehensive and will provide a boost to the economy in the near term. ASOCHAM President B.K. Goenka said the steps on helping exports will go a long way in making Indian exporters competitive in the global market. Confederation of All India Traders President B.C. Bharatiya said the best part of the announcements is the creation of various interministerial working groups to monitor the strict implementation of the announcements in a time-bound manner. Briefing the media in New Delhi, the finance minister said there are clear signs of revival in the country's economy as witnessed in an uptick in industrial production and fixed investments. We see a clear sign of revival in the first quarter of 1920 but up to July end. So that straight arrow explains that the revival signs are very, very consistent. Ms. Sitaraman said the measures are being taken to improve credit outflow from banks which have also begun to transmit interest rate cuts to borrowers. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh has asserted that minority communities in India were safe, are safe and will remain safe, unlike in Pakistan. Mr. Singh said the population of minorities in India has increased since independence, while human rights violations keep taking place in Pakistan against Sikhs, Buddhists and others. He was speaking at a felicitation program yesterday at Surat in Gujarat for the families of 122 soldiers who lost their lives in the line of duty. The defence minister said Pakistan should stop promoting terrorism, otherwise no one will be able to prevent its disintegration. Pakistan is giving Mr. Singh also warned Pakistan that if its, if its people cross the line of control, the Indian Army will not allow them to return. He said, Pakistan is unable to digest India's decision to abrogate Article 370 in Jammu and Kashmir and went to the United Nations to mislead it. He said, the international community is not willing to believe what Pakistan is saying. New Delhi has highlighted its concerns over unprovoked ceasefire violations by Pakistani forces. The violations include those in support of cross-border terrorist infiltration and the targeting of Indian civilians and border posts by Islamabad. 
An official spokesperson said this year Pakistan has resorted to as many as 2,050 unprovoked ceasefire violations resulting in the death of 21 Indians. He said India has repeatedly called upon Pakistan to ask its forces to adhere to the 2003 ceasefire understanding and maintain peace and tranquility along the LOC and international border. The spokesperson said Indian forces exercise maximum restraint and respond to unprovoked violations and attempts at cross-border terrorist infiltration. The NDA government has undertaken several reforms in the first 100 days of its second term. The Indian Railways, which is often called the lifeline of the nation, is one of the sectors where the centre has focused. Railways not only transport passengers and goods, but also connect the entire nation. Our correspondent takes a look at the steps taken to improve rail infrastructure across the country. Union Budget 2019 has laid a roadmap to make railways the growth engine of the country with an investment of 50 lakh crore rupees by 2030. The railways have registered the best ever safety record with zero passenger fatalities between April to August this year. The speed of the trains on Delhi, Mumbai and Delhi Havra routes will be raised to 160 kilometers per hour in the next four years. The railways have approved three new lines and upgraded 95 trains. The second Vande Bharat Express will also start its service shortly. A third line between Allahabad to Pandit Din Dayal Upadhyay Junction has been approved besides new lines between Sahajanwa to Dohri Ghat in Uttar Pradesh and between Vaibhavwadi to Kolhapur in Maharashtra. Divakar Air News, Delhi. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates round the clock, Follow us on Twitter at the rate AIR News Alerts. Five Maoists have been killed in separate encounters in Maharashtra and Chhattisgarh. Two Maoists were killed by the police in an encounter in Gadchiroli district of Maharashtra today. The encounter took place in Gyarapati jungle area, falling under Korchi Taluka of the district. Superintendent of Police Shailesh Balkaure said a police squad had started an anti-nuxial campaign yesterday, following which a gunfight broke out this morning. Two bodies were found at the encounter site. Three Maoists were killed in an encounter with security forces in Sukma district yesterday evening. Police said the gun battle took place in a forest near the Tadmetla Mukram Nala under the Chintalnar police station area where a team of district reserve guard was out on patrolling duty. Many weapons, including a rifle, were recovered from the spot. In Rajasthan, flood-like situation prevails in several districts due to heavy rainfall. NDRF and SDRF teams have been deployed in the affected districts. Our correspondent has more. Army has been deployed to rescue the people in Jalawa district. Water level of Chambal River is continuously increasing as a result of release of water from Gandhi Sagar, Rana Pratap and Kota Bairaj Dam. Taking this into consideration, alert has been issued for many villages of Sawai Madhupur and Dholpur district. My department has issued red alert for Bara, Jalawar, Kota and Chitorgarh district for the next 48 hours. Jitendra Divedi, AIR News, Jaipur. In Madhya Pradesh, normal life remains affected due to heavy rainfall for the past several days. So far, more than 200 people have died due to rain-related incidents in the state. Besides, crops have also suffered heavy losses. Rivers and streams are unstate and gates of all major dams have been opened. 
Talking to media persons in Sagar, Revenue Minister Govind Singh Rajput said 36 districts have suffered from heavy rainfall. He said the police and administration are on alert. The government has set up 8,600 temporary relief camps in the state. The Met Department has issued a warning of heavy rain in 23 districts including Mansour, Ujjain, Ratlam, Shajapur, Rajgarh, Dhar, Jabua in the next 24 hours. Rain lashed several parts of the national capital and its surrounding areas this morning, giving relief to people from sultry weather. The Met Department has forecast cloudy skies with the possibility of light rain for the day. The minimum temperature recorded was 27.6 degrees Celsius, 3 degrees above average. The maximum temperature is expected to hover around 35 degrees Celsius. In Telangana, a massive awareness campaign is underway to enhance awareness among people about various aspects of nutrition. The Hyderabad-based National Institute of Nutrition, a premium institute of the Indian Council of Medical Research, has developed 14 e-modules for creating greater awareness. More from our correspondent. The Hyderabad-based NAN has uploaded these e-modules aimed at empowering the population span India a few months ago. They include child feeding, basics of nutrition, growth monitoring, anemia, adolescent nutrition and food fortification. These modules are empowering people to eat right and lead healthy life. NAN Senior Deputy Director Dr. Raghunath Rao, who is key contributor for developing these e-modules, says these modules will be evaluated in future. The main aim of this e-learning modules is to educate the public on various aspects of nutrition and health, particularly the basics of nutrition, the infant and young child feeding practices, and the importance of uh, nutrition, particularly for pregnant women. Those who registered themselves to get information under these e-modules also will earn a certificate of appreciation from the Government of India. Lakshmi, AIR News, Hyderabad. Vice President M. Venkaiya Naidu and Prime Minister Narendra Modi greeted engineers on the occasion of Engineers Day today. This day marks the birth anniversary of celebrated engineer of the country, M. Vishveshwaraya. Describing this exemplary engineer as a visionary on his birth anniversary today, Mr. Naidu said he was a civil engineer par excellence who harnessed India's water resources through dams. Mr. Naidu said the nation remains ever grateful to his invaluable contribution. In a tweet, Prime Minister Modi said, engineers are synonymous with diligence and determination. The Prime Minister also paid tribute to Vishveshwaraya. In international news, Saudi Arabia has said drone strikes on two of its oil facilities have reduced nearly half of the kingdom's crude oil production. This has resulted in the disruption of 5%, that is 5.7 million barrels a day, of the daily global oil supply. Saudi Arabia's energy minister, Prince Abdulaziz bin Salman, said the strikes have reduced crude oil production by 5.7 million barrels a day. In a statement carried by the state-run Saudi press agency, the minister said the attacks resulted in a temporary suspension of production operations at the Abkek oil processing facility and the Kures oil field. The statement said the fires were controlled and no workers were injured. The facilities are among the world's largest and most important energy production centers. Yemen's Houthi rebels took responsibility for yesterday's drone attacks on the oil facilities run by state-owned company Aramco. 
Meanwhile, U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has blamed Iran for the drone attacks on Saudi oil facilities, dismissing the claim by Houthi rebels. This comes amid an escalating crisis between the U.S. and Iran over its unraveling nuclear deal with world powers. Tunisia is holding its second free presidential election since the 2011 uprising that toppled former President Ben Ali and sparked the Arab Spring. Today, the first round of voting will take place. The second round, if needed, will be on September 22nd. The presidential vote was due to take place later in the autumn following parliamentary elections, but was abruptly brought forward after the death of the incumbent Beji Kaed Esebsi in July. In Hong Kong, hundreds of demonstrators rallied today outside the British consulate, stepping up calls for international support in their months-long campaign for democratic reforms in the semi-autonomous Chinese territory. The protesters repeated calls for Hong Kong's former colonial ruler to ensure the city's autonomy is upheld under agreements made when it ceded power to China in 1997. In badminton, Saurabh Varma will face Sun Fei-Chiang of China in the final of the Vietnam Open at the Ho Chi Minh City today. He booked a place in the men's singles after registering a victory over Japan's Minoru Koga in the semi-final clash yesterday. Sun Fei-Chiang entered the finals after beating Lin Yuxin of Chinese Taipei 21-17, 21-16. In cricket, the first day-night T20 match between India and South Africa will be played at Dharamshala in Himachal Pradesh today. The Proteas are on a tour to India to play three T20 matches and a three-test series against the hosts. All India Radio will broadcast a live commentary on the match alternately in Hindi and English. It can be heard on FM Rainbow and additional frequencies from 6.30 p.m. And now, before we close... The headlines once again. Indian industry welcomes incentives announced by government to boost the export and housing sector. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh asserts minority communities in India are safe, unlike in Pakistan. Five Maoists killed in separate encounters in Maharashtra and Chhattisgarh. Saudi Arabia says half its crude oil production reduced due to drone attacks on two of its oil facilities. In sports, Indian shuttler Saurabh Varma to face Sun Fei-Chiang of China in final of Vietnam Open today. And in cricket, India to play South Africa in first 2020 match at Dharamshala. For details of these stories and more, log on to our website www.newsonair.com. And with that, we end the Midday News.